Welcome to the Forensic Cop Podcast. Fulham 1, Liverpool 1. I have nothing to say about that game. So, I don't know. I keep reading about how we were fortunate to get a draw. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think we came out with low energy. I think we came out in a way that, you know, we we didn't look good right off the bat. There's no question about that. But, I mean... It was it was clear that they were essentially pressing kind of the whole way through, or rather at the beginning they were pressing till they got something, and and in all honesty that goal, I feel like it was a, a clear push on Salah, and that kick, uh, like the actual shot. I mean he he tried to take that shot like ten times in the game, and flew them over the net by a mile on each one. So I feel like almost the shot was as good as he's going to get. So it was to me, it was a little bit lucky. I feel like the ref should have called that one down. Um, but again, I'm I'm not surprised by any refing anymore. So you're saying that you think we deserve to win that game? I'm saying I'm not saying we deserve to win that game, but I don't like the narrative that we were fortunate to come out with a draw. Like, I think we were because we could on we could have easily have gone into the half two or three goals down. In which case. I doubt we would we will come back given how depleted we are. So in that sense, I think we were fortunate that we were able to weather a storm that we created for ourselves in the first half of the first half. So my commentary to that would be, I think that they had a handful of, of extremely good chances in the first 30 minutes. That being said, they're Fulham, not say Liverpool who can convert chances. So I coming out with one goal from their, you know, five chances or whatever they had is kind of par for the course for them. So could they have gotten lucky and gotten another one in possibly? Um, But in a way, like I, I do feel like we did the majority of the game. I felt like we were in control. We were just not playing a very good game ourselves. And I think Jurgen Klopp on the sideline is about as animated as I think I've ever seen him is a pretty good indication of that. Yeah, and I don't know. I Maybe we can agree to disagree, but I, I think we were fortunate to come away with a tie. And I think if we'd won that game, it would have been daylight war- robbery because, yes, we controlled the the game and apparently we had 75% possession, which I find... Did we really? According to BBC's website. Even... Uh, wow, okay, good for us. But, um, yeah... I, that's the worst I've seen Liverpool play, well, at least that first half hour in about four years, honestly. Um, now, there are probably reasons for that that we can agree on, but I was just, I was thinking this is even, they're playing even worse than they, than they did against Aston Villa, where we were just luck, unlucky to go down by a few goals. But in this game, we deserve to get nothing out of that first half hour, and it was just fortunate that we went in it. I, only one down. So like in a way, I understand that. I'll, I'll also say, um, I think we looked extremely flat for, I don't know, maybe a variety of reasons, um, which, you know, I mean, I think we can debate. Uh, that being said, you know, I, it's, it's, I guess to the 75%. So I just looked it up. You're right. We had 75% of the ball. So it's not like we got dominated that badly um, in terms of possession, at least. Um, and I felt like we did have some chances. I, I would almost say that the best chance of the whole game, if you ask me, was actually the one that Salah sailed wide for either team. The one that, that one or, or Jordan Henderson's one. 
Yeah. So I actually feel like we had yeah, he had time to finish that. Yeah. So we we had I feel like we had the best chances of the game. And the one we scored on was obviously, I mean, a penalty shot. The one they scored on was like a, a brilliant shot from a guy who I actually don't expect that from. So I don't know. It was a little bit of a weird game. And and maybe there's something to, you know, momentum and, and Klopp playing starters uh, for the, the Champions League game that meant nothing because he knows that, you know, once we lose a game, maybe we come out flat the next one. I don't know what it is. Or yeah, or or the op- the the opposite where we rarely play two bad games in a row. So now I'm looking forward to us having a great game against Tottenham on Wednesday. Which I mean, if we tie this game, which we did, and then we have a great game against Tottenham, I'm like I'm actually okay with that. Oh, totally. If if that's the order that it has to go in, I'm I'm okay with that. So uh, that being said, I also do feel so. I mean, can we at least agree that the first goal? for Fulham, which was a blatant push in the back, you know, probably they should be calling that. I mean, we we know that sometimes they don't call those, but that was a fairly obvious, like, both arms extended push. I agree. It was a foul that should have been called, but I don't know why Mo Salah is just allowing himself to be pushed like that, expecting a foul. We should know better than that, right? We're defending a goal. If the ref doesn't call it, then we're in trouble. So he shouldn't worry about flopping in that part of the the field or at least if you flop like and i know this is going to sound bad at least if you're going to flop like that and not hold your position at least go down because i'll tell you what if he went down on that i guarantee you that's a call right him standing on his feet is the reason it wasn't called and that's so for everybody who knocks divers that is exactly why they dive because if salah had gone down that's a foul and it's no goal and we win that game if the fact that Salah didn't go down and stayed on his feet, as he should, because it wasn't that much of a push. It was significant, but not that much. Look, they don't call it. So, you know, flopping and diving does make a difference. Yeah, and and I think even if we hadn't conceded then, I think we were, it, it was inevitable that we were going to concede the first goal because of the way we were playing. We were being stretched all over the place. Um, Trent did not have the most disciplined game i think he's been out too long now and it'll take him a little bit of time to get back into a rhythm he didn't play well in the champions league game last week and he didn't play well this game and he was rightfully upset to be uh subbed off but i think that's going to be good for him wait he was he was rightfully upset to be subbed off in terms of he was rightfully upset at being subbed off or he was rightfully upset at himself either way he should have been upset because he didn't have a great game and i wanted to be angry that he's been taken off because I actually didn't love the fact that he kind of came off um, not like, you know what, when you're not playing a great game, you you come off, you shake the hand of the guy who's, you know, coming on for you. Um, you don't just kind of sulk off to the to sit by yourself. So I didn't love that. Yeah, um, he'll learn. He's He's still young, right? So he'll learn that the world doesn't revolve around him. I know he does have... Um, I don't want to say he gets emotional, but he he does he he's a sore loser, right? So he's he's he he wants to win, and hopefully he can channel that frustration and anger into improving his positional sense on Wednesday because we are going to need it against the likes of Son, Kane, Lacelso, and people that um, will be looking for th- that type of space that he creates. I mean, in his defense, he's twenty two, so I shouldn't be too hard on 22? him. Okay. So, but I mean, still, like I do, it, it it's not the best look. 
so that being said, I mean, what are we doing on defense? Like, <laughs> we we no longer have a starting defender. We have we have two midfielders. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't I don't know how else to put it. I'm not sure that there's any other team out there who could honestly say we're starting two midfielders right now. Yeah, and and it's affecting the rest of our game, right? Because the fullbacks are or at least Robertson is hesitant in pushing up. Trent is still pushing, which is why he created space because our defenders are no longer quick enough to cover and Mane's having to do a little bit more work in that area of the field and so he's not able to to push and attack on the left. So he, he had a quiet game today because he was just not being used as an outlet as much as he should be. Um, so let me ask you this. When they replaced uh, Matip with Henderson, um, forget the Minamino for a second. Would you rather have seen Nat Phillips come in? Hmm. Um... Under normal circumstances, yes, but I do agree because we were one down. I think that was the right move. Fulham was not no longer interested in in attacking the way they were in the first half hour, so we didn't really need two central defenders. And and Henderson is smart enough to be able to play as a central defender, but still play in the lower midfield as well. If we had um, now Phillips come on, then we would have just been soaking up pressure as as we we had been all game, or at least in the first half. If we were up one nothing, would you have brought in Nat Phillips instead? Yes, as long as Henderson's still on the field. Yes. You? So I I actually disagreed. I thought he should have brought on Nat Phillips, but you've actually convinced me because given that we needed the goal, you're right, Fulham was going to sit back and uh, clearly... Uh, they weren't going to be pressing in the same way, and I don't think that Phillips would have been the right player for that. So uh, I've I've changed my mind. I agree with you. I think bringing Hendo back was the right move. What did you think of bringing on Minamino? Who did he come for on for again? Was it Trent? No, no, it wasn't no Trent. He was. came on for for Matip. Hendo oh, moved right, back. Right. And, and Hendo moved back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, given that we didn't really have any options, I think Ox was on the bench, but that this would be in the wrong game to 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 put, put him on for. I don't know what Kato was. Um, Kato's injured. He is, huh? Okay. Knock. Okay. Whatever a knock is. I've never heard of a yeah. knock until Klopp came around, but he's got a knock. Okay. Um, yeah, I I mean, I, I can understand why we put Minamino, aside from the fact we had a few other options, but he is an erratic player and the game was kind of chaotic. So it did make sense. It, it did help to have another headless chicken running around in the middle. And that's, that's pretty much what we get with Minamino when he plays in the central midfield. So, I mean, to that point, what did you think of his play? I honestly didn't notice it. Oh, uh, actually, to be fair, he did, he did make some interceptions and showed quick feet and he, he, was a, he, he was stronger on the ball than I've seen in other weeks, but I'm not going to make much of it because it, it was only Fulham, even though they played well, but they're not the greatest team out there. Um, so hopefully he can have another good game. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I this might be a damning comment, but his the, the limited praise you gave him, um, this might have been his best game for us. Because I actually felt like he did do some things 
to your point, he had some interceptions. He seemed to cause some chaos. He got back a few balls, um, which I feel like is maybe better than his usual. Um, but I guess my my other thought is, which is absolutely terrifying, is I'm I'm wondering now. I mean, Ox was on the bench, but what if Ox wasn't even fit? He probably he probably is fit. I think he was fit last week, and I don't know why they didn't choose to use him in the in, in the um, Champions League game. Yeah, the Champions League against Midland. But um, he probably was given um, orders that he could only play sixty minutes, and right from the first half we were already down, so it just didn't make any sense to bring him on. But isn't he the kind of guy we want on to help get a goal? Like, if you're telling me we're down one, I'd rather have Ox on than than Minamino. To be yeah, honest, he has to, find, he has to find his rhythm, right? So, um, I can understand why Klopp decided to go for Minamino because with Ox, there's a chance he'll come on and be completely lost because, or completely behind the pace would be a better way to say it because he hasn't played for months. He hasn't played since preseason in July, I think. Was it July this year or August? I'm not sure. Um, right? Minamino played last week. And again, what you see is what you get. He, he'll give you energy. He'll give you kilometers. And maybe that's what we needed today. So, I mean, I guess I, I honestly don't know. I'm I'm just at the point where I don't even know what to say about our team like i'm just i'm i'm in the background here watching some of the game and i gotta be honest with you i i mean matip runs like i do like an old man yeah like he was clearly not fit from from the get-go yeah though he, he was definitely off compared to his game last week so i mean we're we're literally starting an injured backup like this this is where we're at this is the great liverpool is now starting an injured backup player in addition to like a junior squad players. And we're still joint top of the league. And we're still joint top of the league, which, oh my God, right? Yeah. I mean, the only the only good thing about games like this is hopefully I don't want any anybody trying to be smart in, in the January window. We need to go and buy a central defender. I don't want to hear, oh yeah, we can survive with Fabinho and Matip. No, we cannot. And we will not. So I think I'm we can gonna... survive with Fabinho, but I don't see how we survive with Matip because he's just too in and out. Right? Like he'll he'll play two, three games and then he's out for a few games. So you know And then the other thing too, we're losing midfielders. We 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 need Fabinho back in the midfield where he belongs. Well, I mean that or any of the other six hundred guys coming back. But are they coming back though? Right? I, apparently I not. Know. I don't even know what to say. So I don't know where Shaq is. Kato played last week. Now he has a knock. Ox is on the bench, not even getting a game. Who knows where Tiago is? Who else? Jones is our first choice midfielder now. And he had a great game, but we sh- we cannot be relying on a 19-year-old. So, I mean, I hear you and you're right. And, and common logic would dictate that we cannot rely on a 19-year-old. But, I mean, I'm I'm actually kind of okay with him in the midfield. No, but he will he will have a dip. It happens to every young player, right? And we just have to be very careful that we don't we we don't put on ourselves in a position where we have to rely on him even when he's going through a dip because it might damage his confidence for seasons to come. So we we have to have the option of ha- having him out of the lineup once his uh, form begins to dip because it will. 
I don't know. Like, I got to be honest with you. There are, like, he plays, what he reminds me of a little bit, and not the same, but a little bit, is he reminds me kind of like Genie's game. Like, very solid, very workmanlike. But then he's got those flashes of talent because he's not Genie. And he's got so much more to give that it just, like, it, it really gets me quite excited for what he can do. I mean, I know, I know. Every every kid is going to dip, but he's he's been putting it together the whole season. I mean, he's basically been our starter for the majority of the season now, right? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that. See, that's the thing. Um, the we haven't. It's only in the last few weeks that we've seen him pretty much play every game because we have no choice. But prior to that, he was in and out, right? So we didn't give him an opportunity to have a dip, which is how he should be managed. So. I don't really want him to play against Spurs, but we, he may have to. Well, I mean, I I think that there's no question that he has to play against Spurs because what what other what other choices do we have? Exactly. He said so. He's had seven appearances this year, and I think most of those have to have been a starter because he he hasn't been brought on. He's he's started, so he's yeah. he's played like half the games. So kudos to him for not hitting a dip in that many games. Where where he'll begin to dip is when he begins to try to express himself like he did today, um, because you're not able to just always have your moves go come off, kind of like what's happening with with Williams, um, Nico Williams, where towards the end of last season and now he was trying to to um, he was trying too hard or he was trying to play his natural game and you are going to get found out in the EPL then what do you do, right? So I'm, I'm hoping that Jones just continues to grow at the pace that, that he's doing now and not try to force it to where we ha- we're relying on him to score our goals because that's just too much pressure. And then he, he'll begin to play his natural game, which is probably not what we need right now or what he needs in his development. Yeah, I mean, uh, at this point, I don't know. I'm, all we need is warm bodies, but I, I'm with you. I mean, I don't want to ruin the guy going forward. Uh, for the future, because I think he's got a bright future. Um, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm at a complete loss. I mean, the the January window can't get here fast enough. And I honestly, even when it gets here, I don't even know what the right thing to do is because we've got so many players that you don't really want to go out and get too many. But we've got nobody we can play right now. I mean, at the very least, we need to get one or two defenders because even Costas is out for two months now as well. Right, so we're waiting for Milner to come back to to be a backup left left back and central midfielder, but he's out. So, who's the backup for the backup? <laughs> well, I mean, we had so many, we really did. But I just i've I've never really seen like an injury rash like this before. And I the the funny part is like I know we're talking about we have a very condensed schedule, but I'm not seeing other teams suffer from that. Or at least not to the degree that we are. Yeah. Leicester was pretty bad earlier in the season. Um, Man City, they've lost players sporadically. Not all at the same time. But yeah, ours is pretty ridiculous. So we we only have two weeks before January, but we have four games before then. Home against Tottenham, away to Crystal Palace, home against West Brom, away to Newcastle. So we could technically... We, we should be able to win 
each of those games. They're all winnable. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Um, plus, we don't have the distraction of midweek Champions League games. Because... No, we just have the distraction of midweek EPL games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, um, in, in a way, realistically, if we can um, win against Tottenham this week and then take care of our business, because let's face it, I mean, Crystal Palace, uh, West Brom, and Newcastle should not be challenging us at least not as much as fulham did that's for sure um if we can come out of this with four wins which to me is realistic then we're into january and you know who knows at that point yeah. maybe we can get a defender we can you know get someone back maybe move uh move fabinho back up front or not up front but at least to the midfield and and kind of get a semblance of our team going again crystal palace is is, is always is a team that i never understand and if we don't start that game strong, then I can see something similar happening there again. Uh, the good news, though, is is we didn't talk about the crowd in the Fulham game. You could tell that the player, the 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 home team, was really um, um, cheered on, yeah, by the fans, and then they just raised it a, a, a level from the first whistle. And and I guess our players, I mean, after months of playing in an empty stadium or playing with fans at Anfield. Now, for the first time in a long time, they're having to hear opposing fans cheering against them. So that probably also played into the slow start. Well, I I don't know if it played so much into our slow start. I think it definitely played into Fulham's fast start. Mm -hmm. But what I'll say, so this is this will be my comment that is a generic comment. And it's not just directed at Fulham. It's directed at kind of all teams like them. Is watching them play a game like we saw today. Um, I would cut every guy on the field because if you can play this way, why are you at the bottom of the league? Like if yeah. you need the EPL champions to show up for you to actually give a rat's ass about the game, then I don't want you on my team. Like if I was a Fulham player, I wouldn't be happy about this. I'd be really disappointed because if they'd been playing this way the whole season, they definitely wouldn't be in the relegation battle. Right. And, and so, uh, you know, not, not, for us more for them i i was surprised i didn't think fulham would have this in them but i think part of it to your point was the fans part of it was the excitement of going after liverpool and you know i think they put out a great game um you know they came at us right at the beginning which uh, i think a lot of teams don't do and i i hope that if another team does it that we'll be ready for it next time i suspect klopp will use this as a I mean, I believe they're called teachable moments, but I assume he'll use it as a whipping moment. So, I mean, he was he was furious. I I have not seen him quite that animated in a while. Yeah. Well, um L London is now back to tier 3, which means that no more fans are allowed at London teams. So, unless anything changes when we go to visit Crystal Palace on the 19th, it'll be in, a, in an empty stadium. And, and and I'll be honest with you. I mean, yes, it it helps us, but I'm not really liking this. This um, oh, like some people get fans, some people don't. Yeah, the inconsistency of it all. Um, we were teased as Liverpool fans last season that we are the asterisk asterisk champions, but honestly, this year is the asterisk year. I mean, everything is just integrity is out the window, right? So fans oh, absolutely, stadiums. Games being called off because teams are 
missing six, seven players through COVID. But if you're only missing one, you have to play without them. I mean, everything is just, yeah. Whoever wins the league this year, I mean, it's pretty much just a throwaway league. Look, to, to sum it up, we are starting two midfielders yeah. in the back line. Our, our center backs are two midfielders. If you're going to take the champions down, you don't take them down like that. I'm sorry, this isn't, it's, it's like, you know, in his heyday going up against Mike Tyson when he'd broken both of his hands. Like you can get the win. Okay. But nobody's really celebrating that. At least for me, they aren't. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think last year, by the time COVID hit, we had won the league. I mean, it was just a, a mathematical formula at that point. Um, it wasn't really a competition anymore. I think this year is the asterisk. But again, I, I'm still kind of blown away that we're top of the league, tied for tied for the top. You know, with the team that we're fielding now, which is, I mean, got some very good players and some not so very good players. I mean, Minamino got 45 minutes, which is about 46 minutes more than I think he should be getting in the EPL. So. Um, what did you think of, uh, of the penalty call that, uh, gave us our goal? When I first saw it, I, I, I thought, I thought it was a bit harsh cause I, I was looking at the wrong player, but when I looked at it again, um, a few hours ago, I saw that, yeah, Kamara moved his body in a quote unquote unnatural position or his hands. And then according to the rules, that's a penalty, but I don't like that rule my, myself, but it is a rule. So what I would say is, I think, uh, and I know this is going to sound super harsh because it's not my face in the way, but you don't, you don't turn and jump on a penalty shot. You cover your boys and you take it in the face if you have to. And that's how you make sure you don't get called for a penalty shot. I agree with you. It's, it's a little bit harsh, but the rules are very clear. He turned his body and therefore his, his arm was out and blocked essentially a shot that was going into the net whether it was going to get past the keeper or not the shot was going to hit the net and his arm away from his body blocked it so you know if he had stood straight forward and taken it off the body which is arm in front of body nobody calls that do you think that he was looking for an advantage in doing that or was it just poor technique because i i don't understand why he would jump and twist there's no advantage in doing that he jumped and twisted to not get hit and there's nothing more to it. So, so it's, it's, and, and again, like I, I said before, I'm not the one taking the ball in the face, so I can see why they would want to do that. But at that level, I mean, we play a rec ball. I'm not taking a ball in the face. If I'm a professional player who gets paid what these guys get paid, I stand there and I take it. If I need to, to go get my nose fixed, then I need to go get my nose fixed. That's just the way it goes. Um, but it was, I, it looked like, um, both of the guys there turned to try to not take the full brunt of the ball. And um, I can understand it from a human point of view, but again, if they had if they had used the proper form, which is you just stand there, jump, make your body naturally wide, not have your arm out in any way, not twisting, they would have stopped the ball and there would have been no penalty shot. Yeah, I agree. So how, how about the penalty itself? This oh, was- terrible. Absolutely this terrible. Was- this was a day that his poor penalties almost came home to roost. It's it was just it's just a matter of time until that happened. Honestly, I want him to get stopped on a penalty shot when we're up like three nothing. 
but yeah. he needs to get stopped at some point to stop doing the silly stuff. I'm sorry, he's good enough to put it in the bottom of the like bottom or top corner wherever he wants. I don't know why he's trying to fake out a goalie and do silly stuff. Like, like, just look at Milner. Milner might as well point to where he's going. It won't matter. The goalie can jump all he wants. Like, you're that good. Put it where you should go. Like, don't... At least what I'll give him is it might have been a bit of a wake-up because he seemed uh, angry at himself for that. Yeah. There wasn't there or, wasn't his customary laugh and, oh, it went in, ha, 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 that's still good. No, like, he seemed upset. Or or perhaps maybe he's, he's hitting it so fast that even if it hits the goalie it's going to go in maybe that's his maybe that's the strategy i don't know so potentially but you tell me if that was a shot on allison was that going in no so what he's really banking on is goalies not being top notch that's not a great strategy yeah so um i didn't love it obviously he didn't love it hopefully he learns from that stops messing around and and trying to you know play games with the, the keeper he just goes and you know, puts it in the bottom corner, top corner, whatever he needs to. Those are always the the penalty shots. I just, I, I don't understand why they try to get fancy with it. But uh, I mean, thank God it didn't burn us today. But that was a lot closer than I would have liked it to be. I was going to ask who who would who would be our number two penalty taker today. Um, I heard that Fabinho was good on penalties in France, but he hasn't. He, he's only taken one for us and missed. I don't really trust. I wouldn't really trust anyone else in that starting lineup. Perhaps Curtis Jones, actually. Well, pretty clinical. So, so I think we all trust Milner. I think he's the clear number one. I think Salah. I don't even know if he's number two. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't see. The thing is, Jones is young, and I'd worry about his. You know, not not his maturity, but I'd worry about maybe him getting inside his own head. It hasn't uh, uh, in the in the few penalties he's taken for us for the first team. He's put it right in the bottom corner. Um, I don't know. What do you think about Hendo? In theory, he 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 would be good, but the fact that he doesn't step up for them tells me that maybe he's not a good penalty taker. If there's anyone who I would expect to have ice in his veins, it'd be him. But maybe he know maybe he and Klopp know better. Yeah. Um, Alexander I Arnold. Mane, no, I I don't want Mane. No, because he'll he'll try to lift it into the top corner or something like that. Yeah, he'll put it over. Good point. Yeah, um, I just want someone to smash it right into the corner. Money. I uh, yeah, I don't know about money. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that. Let me let me make you laugh, uh, Firmino. Definitely not. <laughs> Come on, don't you want to see the no look penalty shot? Yeah. <laughs> okay okay in all honesty if he goes up there and actually like looks at the fans while taking the shot would you be surprised no <laughs> right that's i'm not even saying he would i'm just saying like i wouldn't be surprised by that so um no i i think you're right i mean it will, maybe genie uh, i don't know hopefully we never have to find out well you know what i mean milner's I out it, it, yeah Fabinho and, and Curtis Jones, I think. Yeah, I guess I would go that way. Although, again, the one that surprised me is that we haven't really given Fabinho a free kick. I know. Like, when, when you've got that ball 30 feet out, I don't know what Alexander Arnold's going for because I haven't seen him score from there. So if it was me, I'd just tell Fabinho, put the laces through it and see what happens. Because, yeah. I mean, it's looked good before when he's done it. So, 
I don't know. So anyway, so one, one, I mean, it's about as good a return as we can get. It would have been nice to go top of the league alone, but, uh, we have to wait for uh, Wednesday for that against Tottenham. Hopefully we can, we can get that win. Uh, who is your man of the match for us in this one? Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. Nobody really stood out. eh? I mean, I, I'd say, I want to say Henderson, but even even that's a stretch. But yeah, I I say Henderson. Yeah, I uh, I was gonna I was thinking Henderson too. I think not just because of his game, but the fact that he played half a game in one position, half a game in another position, and looked good enough in both. Yeah, he I'm, he just keeps things moving, right? So yeah. So uh, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're on to Tottenham on Wednesday. And uh, that might be the game that decides the season. Uh, what do you think? If we beat Tottenham, get three points ahead of them, do you think we've got it? No, no chance. It's too soon. Well, I guess it's true with all the injuries. If yeah. if we had like one or two injuries, I would say, yeah, it's over. But but the fact that we may be fielding a JV team in a few weeks, I, yeah. I really don't know at this point. We have, we, we, we have to find a way to pull away by three, four points and then start having the other teams accept that they're not going to catch us like last season. Then when teams play against us, they're not trying to beat us. They're just trying not to concede, right? Right now, every team that plays us thinks they can beat us. Yeah, and unfortunately, Fulham Fulham is the exact uh, reason that we need to, to do, as you said, just get a little bit of distance. Yeah, and we haven't won a game on the road since Chelsea. Yeah, do you think that's uh do you think that's coincidence or do you think there's something more to it? To be fair, I mean, we really should have won two of them, right? Everton and Brighton. Um then yeah. the other one was Man City, so of course a tie is fine. So, I suppose it doesn't look as it, it isn't as bad as it looks. Today was really except the Aston Villa, but that was just an, an, an anomaly. And and I think also if Allison wasn't goal that day, we wouldn't have conceded that many goals. Yeah, I agree. I uh I just saw the highlight of uh of Hendo uh, putting his shot right right next to the goalie on his big chance. So I take it back. I don't want Henderson taking the penalty shot. Yeah. Because he looked to the ball exactly where it was going the whole time. The The goalie didn't even have to try to figure out what he what to do. He knew exactly where to jump. So Henderson's out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think uh, um, if if we can get a bit of distance, like last year was clear. Teams just shut it down and they were just playing for uh, you know, Champions League spots as opposed to the title. So if we can get a little bit of distance and maybe get one or two guys back, I think that might change the whole thing. Uh, I think, again, the next four games before the uh, January window, do you anticipate an early move for us in the January window or do you think they'll uh, they'll play it out a little bit longer? I think it'll be an early move. Yeah, I I can't I can't see how we don't go out and buy a center back at this point. Yeah, because I I mean I think even if everybody was healthy, we we still hadn't replaced Lovren, right? We still be relying on. <laughs> did did we just say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was there was never a time I would wish to have Lovren. But but actually, in a in a, in a funny way, I'm kind of happy that we don't, because sometimes you you do have to move on, right? So. It's it's good that he's he's no that he's moved on and we we have to find a real solution, not just count on 
somebody that'll give you six and a half or five or eight. No, right? he, he gave more than six and a half. He gave like seven and a half until he gave you a two. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, in a way, I agree. But right now, I am truly looking longingly at the Lovren days when we at least had a guy whose actual profession was center back and not midfielder play back there. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so big game against Tottenham on Wednesday. Um, hopefully, we don't have too bad in a row like uh, we seem to have been able to, uh, to do previously. It'll be, I assume, another park the bus game for uh, Tottenham. So it'll be a bit of a challenge for us. And I guess we'll have to see who's available uh, to go that day to try to get through them. For more stories, analysis, and articles, go to the forensicock.com website. <laughs>